Welcome to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly. Okay, Kelly, yeah, I want to start reading, but like I've never been a reader. Same. I've literally read four books this year so far. First, I haven't read anything. I've listened to four books this year so far, which is more than I've listened slash read in the past five years. And Liz. And I'm realizing I really, really need to up my podcasts and also my audibles, my audiobooks. Although I don't know how to get a library card. Your mom time off starts now. Welcome back to the Carpool Podcast. We have a very exciting show today. Mm, yes, we do. I don't think I've ever been so excited for an episode as I am right now. This episode, like most episodes, are jam-packed. We have the Millennial Award of the Day. Mm. We have a Great 8 slash test drive. Mm. We have a Ditch the drive through, And we have industry news. So stay yes. tuned for such an exciting episode. Um, before we dive into it, though, I have a, a slight confession slash issue. I almost got canceled. What? I'm not trying to make light of cancel culture, but it almost happened to me. <laughs> I. What did you do? I woke up. I was feeling spicy. I said, yeah. you know what? This is controversial, but it needs to be posted about. Yeah. And I shared with the world my opinion on bagels and specifically how you should cut a bagel. And I shared, I just did it. You I was didn't. tired of hiding. You didn't. And I shared how in St. Louis, we cut our bagels bread Kelly, sliced. Kelly, you can't tell people that. And I haven't checked my unfollowing count, but I would imagine <laughs> the East Coast, it's been, the, the East Coast is rattled. Maybe you're just canceled on the East Coast. <laughs> Probably just canceled on the East Coast. So if you don't know, in St. Louis, so little bit of backstory you'll probably have panera bread wherever you live right okay well fun fact and this is actually true this has been fact checked i like the crispy cream of it all panera actually started in st louis and it's called here st louis bread company so we call it bread co yeah so just a hot like travel tip if you're visiting st louis don't you dare say where's the nearest panera because then we'll know you're a tourist yeah they will build brand new bread co's and like on all their marketing it still says st louis bread Bread company like they keep it true to the st louis roots and we love them for that we are a bread co stan truly so anyway i was feeling a bagel and there's only one way to eat a bagel especially there's only one way to eat a bread co bagel or a panera bagel and that is in fact bread slice so essentially like you know the machine that they use to slice loaves of bread yeah they put the bagel through it. Right. So it cuts it up and it's perfect for a couple of reasons. One, topping on every bite. I don't know what you guys are doing walking around eating the bottom bagel like an animal. Yeah. You're going to get a cinnamon crunch and eat the bottom bagel? Yeah. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Also, it's dipping. You dip. Who yeah. doesn't love a dip? Mm-hmm. You can dip it into cream cheese and it's so much easier to feed toddlers. And if you get them for a party, then like you can have more than one flavor of bagel. You grab the blueberry, you grab the chocolate chip, you grab the sesame. Because you just get a slice. You just get a slice. We'll have a picture up on the carpool um, Instagram page so you can see bread slice for yourself. But yeah, I mean, I had New Yorkers coming out of the woodwork telling me how atrocious. Well, I thought you made a good point because on your Instagram. You were like, I've had your bagel. Okay, I've had it. I've had a New York bagel. Bagel. I've done the thing. You haven't had. You haven't had mine. Don't you, knock it till you try. No, a hundred percent. But you know what they do? So then I was like, 
they're like, how do you not have topping in every bite? Because I I was arguing. I mean, I was ready to fight with some people. Okay, so, so I'm you like, were responding to the DMs. Oh, yeah, I was responding to some of these DMs. It was, this is obviously all a joke if you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they're like, how do you not get topping in every bite? I'm like, bottom bagel. And they go, you eat it like a sandwich. And I said, that's disgusting. That is. That's too much bagel. That's too much bagel. And too much cream cheese, too, probably. It's just like, it's, I don't think it should be eaten like a sandwich. But you know what? If I am going to eat a bagel, I like the two halves because it lasts longer, too. And because you know there's... That's the, so true. I love a good bagel with cream well, cheese, and I want to make it last. And I want a smaller bite. Like, I'm not going to go sink <sighs> my teeth into yeah. a bagel. Yeah. So anyway, that's... So thank you for <laughs> almost getting the car mom canceled and now bringing it up on our podcast to potentially get our podcast canceled. Thank you, Kelly. <laughs> but do not knock it till you try yeah, it. And yes, you can it. go to your Panera and you can say, can I have a cinnamon crunch bagel bread sliced? And they will do it. And yes, you can still get it toasted. Everyone's like, how do you toast it? Okay, you think Panera's has your standard toaster at home? No, they put it through a giant oven thing. Yeah. You can get bread sliced bagels toasted. Yeah. I prefer them raw. Come for me. Raw raw bagel. <laughs> Come for me. <laughs> oh, my god. So, anyway, that was that. So, what's our millennial word of the day? Okay, yeah. So, actually, this is a perfect segue because our millennial word of the day is L. Just an L. The letter L. The letter L. And the letter L often used in your, I took an L. Mm. Taken an L. When you post about bread slice bagels, you kind of took an L. A, lo- a, a, a loss. A loss. That makes sense. L means lost, loss, you lose. Yeah. I took an L. Oh, I love that word. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. I took an L. So that's it. Or could you be like, oh, that's an L. See, I don't I don't know. See, I feel like when I bring these millennial words today, they make so much sense in my head. And then you question me on them. And then I feel like I don't know anything. Well, I'm just like. Okay, let's just see. Let's just see what we feel like works throughout the episode. But yeah. I will definitely, because I think we're going to have a lot of opportunities to use it throughout this episode. I do think we're going to have some L's this episode. So, Cal, I cannot wait any longer. I just want to jump right into our test drive slash great eight. And this was actually a DM that was sent to the carpool for an idea. And I'm so sorry. I can't look back and find it. So, you know who you are. Thank you. Um, hey, keep the ideas coming. Keep the ideas coming. It is the... Great eight of canned iced coffees. So you're at the gas station, you're at the grocery store. There's just a plethora of iced coffees. Which one do you grab? I'm and I actually haven't had a cup of coffee today, so I am starting to get a little bit of a caffeine headache. Okay. So I'm very excited. Can I just tell a quick little coffee story? Please. Okay. So this is something I feel like you need to know about me and more specifically my marriage. I'm going to kind of open up here. Yeah, please. I'm not going to try not to get canceled again. So no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so my husband, Tyler, was a huge soda drinker. I mean, he is, he was the kind of guy, go to the gas station every morning, get a 44 ounce of either Dr. Pepper or Mountain Dew. <clears throat> he probably did that since the time he was 16 and now he's 31. Like he drank oh so much soda, never drank coffee but was just a soda drinker. And he would like go in waves of like he'd quit for a little bit and he would like switch to unsweetened iced tea. The problem with Tyler is he's very much one extreme or the next. So he could never be like, oh, well, why don't you just get a 32 ounce instead of a 44 ounce? Mm -hmm. He's like, no, I'm just not going to drink anything. That's like kind of his mindset, which actually in every other aspect of his life, those things really work. Like he's very disciplined. Like if he says 
he's no longer going to eat fast food. He will never eat fast food again. Like, that's just kind of mm-hmm. how he is. But with the soda thing, he would go back and forth a lot because the guy works a lot of hours and he needs caffeine. Yeah. I mean, caffeine is very addictive and hard to quit. So kind of like the unsweetened iced tea thing never really took off. And I was begging him for years. So we've been together 10 years. I'm mm-hmm. like, try coffee. Let's try coffee. Coffee is like, well, I mean, America runs on coffee. Yeah. He never liked the idea of it. He didn't want something hot. And I was like, okay, well, you can get iced coffee, Tyler. I mean, he would maybe have a sip of my coffees every once in a while, but never really got into it. Yeah. Trying to remember what sparked it. I think that Tyler and I both um, are just kind of on like a little bit of a health journey. Mm -hmm. It's just like as we're getting older and like, you know, you want to make sure you're as healthy as you can. Yeah. Especially when you have children in the mix. Like, I want to be here with my kids for a long time. Yeah. So we're like, okay, we're going to, you've got to stop with the sugar, Tyler. And he it was causing a lot of issues in his gut too. I mean, how could it not? Yeah. Like I was, I was never going to push him because I'm not about like forcing him to do something, but, and, and I also knew he would get there on his own eventually. I really did. Yeah. So anyway, all that to say is he started buying he, one day and he didn't tell me till like four days into it. He's like, I haven't had a soda in four days. I was like, what? You haven't had a soda in four days? I was like, what have you been doing? Because I've been getting those Frappuccino things from Starbucks, from the gas station. The Starbucks frapp- yeah. Frappuccinos in the can. And instead of being like, this is, I wasn't, you know, I wanted to be like, okay, well, that's not much better, Tyler. Yeah. But I was like, wow, that's so exciting. Yeah. How do you feel? He goes, I feel great. I love coffee. So now he has since then stopped drinking the Frappuccinos and just gets black iced coffee and drinks that. Wow. That's like like such a journey. Goes from a doctor, a 44 ounce Dr. Pepper to a 32 ounce black iced coffee, which he sips on all day. Yeah. But he's always liked that. Like, you know, I think he liked soda, but he's never had much of a sweet tooth. So it's not so much the flavor as it is like the caffeine kick and he just knew he could always get that at a gas station and, and he genuinely yeah so he knew he could get that at a gas station but now he just buys like the starbucks iced coffee like the giant ones you can get at the grocery store yeah. hasn't had a soda since december wow so now we are two coffee drinking families i love that so anyway if anyone was wondering so yes we do have eight canned iced coffees in front of us we're gonna take them have sips these will not go to waste though Yes. Because Tyler doesn't care if it sits open in the fridge for no, two days. No, I'm thinking, He'll still drink I'm thinking it. we combine them all in a pitcher and just like give it to Tyler and then like, call it a day. Oh, I don't think we should. No, I think we can probably do that because I was intentional with this and I bought eight different types of coffee, but I bought all vanilla flavors. That was a good call. So, so we can truly compare them head to head. That was a good call. And we can know. And there is quite the combination. So how is this going to work, Elizabeth? We're going to so I think so. It is this is the test drive and, and the grade, grade eight. So yeah. we're gonna do a grade eight style though, where I have them paired off pretty randomly. Oh, cool! And we will just try both and then declare a winner, and we will just go until we have the number one. I think that's the best way to do it. I think so too. So out of the ones, read the ones we have, and then I want to hear the ones that you've tried before. Okay, so we have the high brew Mexican vanilla. We have the Starbucks Frappuccino vanilla. I guess I don't need to say they're all vanilla. Starbucks Frappuccino, uh, Super Coffee, the Delight Iced Coffee, the La Colombia, is that La Colombia? I think so. Uh, Coffee, the Starbucks Double Shot Energy. I was a little bit suspect of that one. I think that is maybe an energy drink and less of a coffee drink, but we'll find (laughs) out. Stumptown, 
by Oatly. So it's an oat milk. That one actually isn't vanilla. That was They didn't have vanilla flavor. Oh, I'm excited I, about that It was Stumptown and I had to get it for you. And then my jaw hit the floor when I saw this last one. <laughs> I was so excited. Coca-Cola came out with a canned coffee. So whatever that means, we have Coca-Cola's canned coffee. Okay, so vanilla. I've tried. I've only ever tried the Starbucks Frappuccino and the La Colomba. Me too. And I love the La Colomba. Me too. Oh my gosh. We'll have pictures of these also on the carpool Instagram. We'll, and we'll also let you know which one's worth the three fifty nine because these were not cheap. I think no. we spent, what'd you say, $30? We spent $30 on eight coffees. Is it, it's a write-off though. It's a write-off, yeah. I mean. Because you can write it you off. You just write it off. Who pays for it? The write-off company. Who pays for it? <laughs> <laughs> That's from Shit's Creek. Okay. Anyway, so without further ado, I say we just go for it. Okay, so let's start. I'm so excited. So we're going to start with the high brew coffee and the Starbucks Frappuccino. Okay, I'm really excited for our first ones. So let's read the calories. I don't want to like... I don't want to deduct points for higher calories. I want the the coffee itself to justify the calories because I I have no doubt in my mind... Something could be worth 290 calories. Is this it? Is So the Starbucks Frappuccino is 290 calories. And this one, this cold brew, high brew, Mexican vanilla is 90 calories. Okay. Bottoms up. A del- mine is a delicious beverage. Well, I, what did you try? You tried the high brew. Oh, the Starbucks one is disgusting. I cannot drink that Starbucks. Starbucks, one. it isn't disgusting. It's just super sweet. It like the way it hits your tongue, it's like a wave of sugar goes over your tongue. Yeah, I don't care for that. I'm gonna say with a landslide, the high brew Mexican vanilla moves forward. Hundred okay. percent. I mean, this is 32 grams of sugar. Oh my god. It's just too much sugar. It was far too sweet. If you if sweet's your thing, you'd like it. But. I thought no, but I thought the high brew was still had some good flavor and some good sugar to it. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not really excited about either of these, to be honest. So next up, we have the delight iced coffee made with real milk and cream, and then I have the super coffee positive energy. Which what I'm already not liking about mine is it's a bottle. I feel as though if I'm going to be having an iced coffee, like a to go, what, what I guess like a packaged iced coffee yeah. i want either a can or glass that's fair like plastic and like, also it's is, like such an ordeal for you to open up i should have opened these before i came okay bottoms um, up this is not gonna taste good oh my gosh that mine's the delight is pretty good <laughs> that is bizarre tasting the super coffee is bizarre oh gosh no what nope Nope, nope, nope. Yeah, the delight is good. That is disgusting. Nope, nope, It's nope. thick. Is it a protein shake, Elizabeth? It tastes more like a protein shake. Okay, so the super coffee is 70 calories and 10 grams of protein. That's not even a protein shake. And the delight is 220 calories and 5 grams of protein if we're reading protein. Super coffee is disgusting. Disgusting, but zero added... Sh- it doesn't matter. I'm not even going to read the stats because who cares? Because who cares? I would never buy that. Hate that. Hate that. Okay, this is going to be a good showdown. Okay, next we have the La Colombe Vanilla Draft Latte, foamy, nitrous-infused milk plus cold brew. Delicious. 100 calories. And the Starbucks Double Shot Energy. It says energy coffee beverage, whatever (laughs) 
the heck that okay, means. Okay, that literally <laughs> sounds like a listing on, like, wish.com. Yeah. Uh, the double shot is 210 calories. 10 grams of protein. <laughs> These could be colder. <laughs> I li- I mean, I like that one. This is a hard one. This is a hard one. They're very similar, actually. Yeah. I actually like the Starbucks double shot energy more than I thought I would. Me too. Still has 29 grams of sugar. Jeez, but it's also, look, at, it's such a bigger can. That one's, that one's 15 fluid ounces. This one's nine. So double shot is based basically almost double and it I'm has i'm gonna be honest though like this looks like i got it at a gas station this looks like i'm some trendy girl well i might have gotten this at um i don't think i got this at a gas station oh you got that at fresh time yeah um i'm gonna give it to the La colombe but it's close so the thing with the starbucks one is that it still has kind of just like a wave of sugar that you taste yeah. on your tongue. It's very tasty, but sometimes I think coffee gets so desserty that you don't even taste any of the, of the coffee. You're only yeah. tasting the sugar and the cream. And and like if I'm being honest about like an ideal scenario, I would rather have this La Colombe with a donut. Yeah, for like, sure. That sounds like an enjoyable. That would give me a sugar yeah. high. It's not bad. I It is. Don't you agree though, Elizabeth? Like literally it's a wave of sugar that goes it over It feels your like tongue. a wave of sugar over my tongue, yeah. For sure. And I like sugar. It's just it's not it doesn't taste like anything but sugar. Okay. So La Colombe moves on. La Colombe moves on. These are the ones I'm most excited about. So up next we have the Coca-Cola. Okay. This is what's disturbing. <gasps> oh my gosh, I did not read this bond this can before I bought it, Kel. Coca-Cola with coffee. I thought it was Coca-Cola coffee. Great Coca-Cola taste blended with rich, luxurious coffee. I'm excited. This was obviously a happy accident. Like someone in the in the world one time accidentally refilled their coffee with Coke. And this is what we're getting. Okay. And then I have the Stumptown cold brew coffee with oat milk, which some town's fun because my last name's Stumpy. So, so we have a, basically an oat milk coffee and a Coca-Cola coffee. <laughs> this could not be more different, but sure. I mean, it's stupid. That's just Coke. The Stumptown is not, I'm not sure what that's going to do That is, there's no coffee. It's just a Coca-Cola. So it's delicious. All right, Stumptown is not good. No, so what do we do here? I don't know. I think the Coca-Cola moves The Stumptown's not good, and here's why it's not good, Elizabeth. It's oat milk. I'm sorry, oat milk. Oat milk's not good. Oat milk is a trash milk. Like, there's so many better milk alternatives. Coconut, soy, almond, oat milk is disgusting. It tastes like watered-down oatmeal, because I think that's what it is. Also, it's not the vanilla. There's also not the vanilla flavor, so I think it... I think it... I'm going to give it to Coca-Cola with coffee. Sorry, I am. I think it deserves to move on. Oh, gosh. The Oatly. I think, I, think if, I think if I took this Oatly, put it in, like, over ice, put some vanilla syrup in it... And some milk. And some whole milk. <laughs> one of the Starbucks things. 
Tell you, there, okay, so this this Coca Cola one is claiming to have both coffee and vanilla, and it's just a Coca Cola. <laughs> First of all, a hundred percent. I don't get I don't get a hint of vanilla or coffee. Well, this was a bad pairing. I guess that the um, Coca Cola moves forward. Coca Cola moves forward, and that's the only one that we cannot give to Tyler because he literally he's been so strict. Like he won't even have a drink of my soda if I sometimes get one. Okay. Be, this is going to be bad for the bowels later. Round two. We have the Delight Iced Coffee versus High Brew Coffee. Let's see. I feel like I need to cleanse my palate with water. I mean, I think the High Brew is going to be hard to beat. The Mexican vanilla, it's so tasty. That vanilla is good, too. That's a tough one. Hmm. So I think the high brew kind of has some more like bitterness in it. Yeah. And probably more like if you're if you're like kind of a coffee snob, you'd probably like high brew better. Delight just kind of tastes like um like a like the best case scenario iced coffee order from Duncan. You know, when you order a coffee from Duncan, sometimes it's just like. Let's careful. I already told you about the East Coast. They love their Duncan. So let's well, just not. There, No, it's a thing. It's an internet thing. We're at Duncan. You either get a delicious coffee or you get lake water. <laughs> <laughs> There's no in between. And so the delight tastes like the best case scenario you get at Duncan. I also think the delight tastes like what I think the Starbucks should taste like. Because it's yeah. not. It's very similar to the Starbucks without having the sugar rush. Yeah. Do we give it to the delight? Which one would you? I prop no. I think I'm gonna go for the high brew. That's the one I would reach for at the gas station. It's also the one I would reach for probably. And I also am excited to like figure out which one's the best because there's a time and a place where I would love to keep these stocked in my fridge. Yeah, so I would say if I was like on a long road trip and I stopped at a gas station and like they had the delight or the Starbucks ones. Go for the delight. A hundred percent. For sure. hundred percent. If you're like need to keep them stocked in your fridge though, I'd maybe go high brew because that's probably just like a better yeah, decision. I think it's tastier too. Yeah. They're, they're both very, very tasty. They're very tasty. Yeah. It was a good pairing. I mean, I feel like this next round is entirely unnecessary, but it is the Coca-Cola with coffee versus the La Colombe. <laughs> Again, just in a tribute to how bad the stump town was. That fact that a soda yeah. beat it in an iced coffee battle. Yeah. I'm going to give this... I'm, I've done a palate cleanser. I just drank some water. I'm just going to focus on trying to find the notes of vanilla. Yeah, that's a good place. Because there's vanilla coffee or vanilla Coca-Cola. <laughs> okay, I'd like to say something. Uh-huh. Hats off to the marketing team at Coca-Cola because they took a regular Coke... <laughs> Put it in a different can and charge two more dollars. It's the same exact thing. Give me that in a canned Coke. I guarantee I couldn't tell you the difference. No, for sure. First, it's it's just Coca-Cola. It's not even vanilla Coca-Cola. And so they just did that. And now they're charging. Because that's more than a can of Coca-Cola. <laughs> you know what, too? Is I, I, think it, I think it's new because... When I went to the gas station this morning, it was get a dollar off your breakfast sandwich if you get this with it. So obviously I got a breakfast sandwich too. <laughs> but like who wants a who wants an egg and cheese croissant and 
a actual Coca-Cola. This I mean, is, I do. I don't. I do. And what they did was, because you'd be an animal to drink soda with your breakfast, but it's like, oh, it's a coffee soda. So then you can do that. Hats off, Coca-Cola. I'm impressed. All right. So obviously, La Colombe moves on. Okay. This is exciting. These are, they're also the two smallest cans. <laughs> so the La Colombe Vanilla Draft Latte or the Cold Brew High Brew Coffee Mexican Vanilla. Ooh, I'm so excited. A little nervous. One, two, three. La, La Colombe. Colombe. Yep. Yeah. That was an obvious one. Yeah. You know what? And I'm disappointed that's the answer because that was the like the I, only one that I get. <laughs> right. And I was really hoping I was gonna be like enlightened. Although I will say I would for sure get this hybrid one again. Again, it, if you're more of a coffee snob and you like the bitterness you would probably like the high brew. Yeah. Because it just has that little extra Yeah, the La Colombe is delicious. And you can get them at Costco. Yeah. Okay, so that's exactly what I was expecting. And I'm excited to... I think you're right. I think we should just combine all of these and then put them in a pitcher for Tyler. And I'll tell him that I made him homemade iced coffee this week. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And I'll be wife of the year. Well, he, doesn't he listen to our podcast? I'm not sure. Okay. Guess we'll find. Hey, if he does, this won't come out till next weekend. The coffee would have already be drank. Yeah, he won't so. care by then. Well, I'm very happy we are all souped up on coffee because we have a ton to do today. We have so much to do. I haven't really talked about it much on Instagram, um, but we're actually going to Vegas this weekend. Yeah, which is very exciting. I'm having a little bit of stress over the whole thing just because I go to Vegas this weekend, Nashville next weekend. You've been all over the place. You've traveled more in the last two months than you have in the last three years, probably, Cal. Truly. Kelly's not a traveler. I'm not a traveler. So this is a little bit um, hard for me. It's hard to leave the kids. But I also feel like I'm at like basically the best place I'm going to be for a very long time to leave the kids. I'm not pregnant. I don't have a newborn. You know, Tyler does great with the kids. We have a lot of help. So now is the time. And, you know, I'll be able to travel again eventually, but there's going to be a period in my life where I don't get to travel again for, you know, probably close to a year. So I'm just trying to make sure I'm utilizing these opportunities. And there are, they are just such good opportunities. So the Vegas trip well, the Vegas trip's for work, and then the Nashville trip is Teller and I's, like, first trip leaving the kids. Wow. I know. So I'm really excited about that one. It's just going to be hard to leave the kids two weekends in a row. That's all. Yeah. But Vegas will be fun. Yeah. Do you want to, like, enlighten everyone as to why we're going? Sure. So we are going because we're going to NADA, which is the National Automotive Dealers Association. It is a huge conference for all dealerships, and our parents are going. It's just, like, huge in the auto space. Like, it's dealers, and it's also, like, that's where all the vendors for dealerships go. So, don't think... It's not, like, car brands. So, like, Ford won't be there. Yeah. But Edmunds will be there. Ally will be there. And more of, like, those kinds of brands. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm actually speaking. I am the speaker, or the guest, I guess, for the Women Driving Retail Automotive Luncheon. Which is so awesome, Cal. So awesome. That is huge because you've been to NADA before back when you worked for a CRM company and you were like working the booth. Like, and yeah, <laughs> now you're speaking at the <laughs> women's luncheon. I know. It's like such a pinch me experience. And I'm super excited. Like we always talk about on the car mom how we want to like flip the industry upside down. And I think when you say that out loud, you're like, OK, Kelly, well, how are you going to do that? Well, 
Now I'm going to speak to a group of 300 women about what I think they can do to improve the sales process and sell better to everyday moms and families. Yeah. And like, it's a pretty good place to start. I would say that's like step one. Yeah. So I'm super freaking excited. I think my presentation, we need to work on that too, but I feel good about the content I'm going to bring. I think like just what I want to deliver to them is because I'm talking to dealers. So it's like, what do I want the dealers to know about all of you guys who are car shopping? And I, you know, I do, how many consultations do I do a week? I I do several consultations a week. I read probably hundreds of DMs a day. I really feel like I know what the majority of you guys are looking for in your car buying experience. And I think that I'm going to be able to deliver to dealerships how to provide that. And, you know, the main messaging is transparency and time effectiveness. Like, I just think, and a lot of dealerships are over, a lot of the dealerships have stopped the quote unquote games of the car business. So it's just continuing to give customers a great car buying experience and, you know, hopefully take down like Carvana in the process. Yeah. No, I'm obviously just kidding, but I'm just, I'm super passionate about local family owned dealerships and Mm -hmm. what they can do to give you guys amazing car buying experiences. So I'm really excited to like get to speak to them. Yeah. And it is true. I mean, we talk to a lot of dealerships, especially our car mom preferred dealerships. If you don't know, we have a program where we um, work with local car dealerships all across the country. We're in a few states now. We're obviously hoping to be in every state one day, but um, we'll have these, we'll have these talks with these dealers who they're so receptive and they want to learn how to be the best place to shop for moms, for families, and for women. And it's just so encouraging to see how much they want to learn. Yeah. And how they, just like for the good, like there's no, they're not trying to play games. They're not trying to screw you over. They're just like trying to make it easy on you. So it's like a whole new generation of people coming in to now run these dealerships. Totally. And luckily, I mean, this is a group of 300 women high up in retail auto. So like there are more women in auto than there ever has been. Mm-hmm. And it's a really exciting opportunity. So I'm also going to be sharing a lot about like how to leverage social media to improve your dealership's presence, especially I think during these global chip shortages, which yeah. I have some updates on those in my industry news segment. It's like, hey, like, let's just make some premium content. Yeah. Like, I'm out here doing the most. Can someone help? <laughs> like, can someone else yeah. make some content? Like, I can just, like, story share it or I have to make all the pieces of content. Yeah. Kidding, I like to make them. But I'm really excited. We don't know what we're going to wear. We ordered a suit from Express. Only half of it showed up. That's been that's been the hardest part of all of this is what to wear, A, to look like boss babes, B, not to be, like, overly boss baby and also see it's vegas i know and i'm like and we we also were invited to a keith urban concert we're going out to dinner with mom and dad one night we're staying at the win like we are doing we're doing vegas and i just don't know what you wear in in vegas when you're not like going out like clubbing and yeah well i think we are going out and clubbing well i know kelly but we're also (laughs) like like, not gonna wear what we would have worn a few years ago no 100 percent not i'm really nervous about the looks for vegas but we'll figure it out yeah 
we've got to work on that today though so anyway that's so by the time this podcast comes out we'll already have been there so, so we'll have to do a bonus episode we'll do a bonus episode kind of even a recap but super exciting so let's do our dish the drive-thru segment where we give you an easy dinner idea to mix it up to get out of your dinner rut breakfast theme this one is a suntrup staple so you've liked our broccoli recipe you've liked our chili recipe this is a Chris Suntrup, our mother, specialty, which I know sounds scary when Elizabeth's going to say it, but just like bread sliced bagels, don't knock it till you try it. Mm-hmm. And that is Chris Suntrup's famous egg sandwiches. So pretty simple, pretty standard egg sammy until you get to a certain point. Toast two pieces of bread, just regular old bread. Um... Do like a over medium, over hard egg. Oh, I scramble. Or scramble. Whatever. Yeah. Egg does if you like it runny, however you prefer your eggs, your eggs. I guess. Yeah. Once your eggs are done, slap a piece of uh craft singles right over it. Can't be nice cheese, craft singles. So it starts to melt. Once your toast is done, this is where it gets weird. <laughs> on one side of the toast, you're gonna put jelly on it. Grape jelly. Grape jelly. Or you can do strawberry. No. Okay. Grape jelly. Grape jelly. Um, you only do it on one side. Do you yeah. put anything on the other side? No. No. Okay. Put your put your egg and cheese on there. Close it up. That's it. Serve it with some fresh fruit. That's it. May, you could add some bacon if you wanted to like bacon add a protein. Good, yeah. Um, and also add breakfast as dinner to your rotation every once in yeah, a while. Yeah, why not? It's first of all, it's a meal that everybody likes. It's super cost effective and it's normally can be made with stuff that you already have in your fridge. So if you're ever in a total dinner rut, we recommend the egg sandwiches. They are amazing. They're so good. I'm serious. Just make yourself an egg sandwich and put jelly on it and you're going to. It's just an egg, craft single and grape jelly and toast. That's all it is. That's really all it is. And I know you guys are like Kelly and Liz, you are absolute trash disgusting. We would never steer you wrong. No. I take this segment so seriously and i'm telling you it's delicious i'm passionate about these egg sandwiches we're so passionate like i always think that now everyone's like you guys should start a cookbook and i'm like oh well, what do we do oh egg sandwich like yeah it would a hundred percent and i think it was actually dad who came it up with it dad who came up with it yeah <laughs> mom was just like i think they were just like married yeah and mom was making him an egg sandwich before work and or making him egg I don't know how it came about. But my dad's like, oh, will you put some, just put some jelly on the sandwich? Yeah. Because like our dad's the kind of guy, he, our dad loves condiments. That's where we get it from. Like I have seen our father do some horrendous things like take a pork steak, bread, and put ketchup on it. And yeah. then like he's just like. He's got to have a sauce. He's got to have a sauce. And so jelly was his sauce on his egg sandwich. And, and, it, it, and it works. <laughs> it is delicious so and it works try the try the chris under egg sandwich or just try bre- breakfast for dinner this week um and ditch the drive-thru tag us at the carpool please i love to see what people come up with and then like my mouth waters and i'm like dang i know i want to go make that for dinner i know seriously mm. okay next it's time for the industry news segment where we just shed some light on the automotive world to keep you just educated on the topic give you some talking points for your next big adult dinner you have to go to mm-hmm. but you know i only bring the interesting things yeah and i have two to three stories depending on how much you want to hear today um one is fun and cool uh one is neutral and one's depressing oh 
can we maybe like start with the neutral one, go to depressing and then on exciting? For sure. Okay. This is kind of, this is new. Well, I, that probably wasn't a very, <laughs> I probably didn't describe those very well. Oh, okay. No. But the first one's interesting. GM, General Motors, mm-hmm. EVs, electric vehicles, mm-hmm. to be tested as backup power for homes. So stick with me here. This specifically applies to people living in Northern California. Western U.S. utility giant GP&E Corporation and General Motors are working together to see if EVs can be tapped as a source for backup power in homes in Northern California. Okay, so a couple of things to break down here. (sighs) Da, 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 da. The project is being undertaken as California state government pushes for greater adoption of EVs in a region prone to frequent power outages due to utility shutoffs for bad weather. Mm. One, uh, one out of every five electric autos on the road in the U.S. are PG&E service territory, said utility. So basically, in some parts of California, especially like where some of the wildfires are, sometimes they have to shut off people's power to reduce the risk of, I guess, more things catching on fire or something. And now I think the question is, can they maybe use these EVs as a way to power some homes in the case that this gets shut down? I'll be following this story because I don't totally understand it. So, like, use it as a generator? Yeah. Interesting. That's what it's looking like. Um, So... Again, the article literally just came out today, but it says the goal is to demonstrate how an EV could be used to power a home if it loses electricity from the grid. You know what? I think if my home lost power from a grid and there was like potential like weather issues, I wouldn't be using my car to charge my house. I'd be like getting out of there. Yeah, I don't know. Like I would just like burn your car's battery. Anyways, just something to think about. And I'm just like, I think there's a lot of questions out there about EVs, and I think that there are a lot of people who are concerned about grids and things like that. And I've been doing a lot more research on them, and I'm going to continue to do them because I'm not an EV expert. We need to bring someone on who is an EV expert. There's just so much to them. There's there's, so much unknown. And there's been a lot that have come out lately about um, there's a lot of EV customers, especially who live in states of a colder climate, who feel really frustrated about... um, the range that their vehicles get in the colder weather because it's now shown that EVs do not perform nearly as well in colder weather. So in California, if they tell you it has a range of 300 miles, you're like, yeah, it's California. But you trying to run that same electric car and they claim it has a range of 300 miles in North Dakota, well, they're just not nearly getting that range. So some, some electric car people in colder weather i think are feeling a little bit i mean there's there's people comparing it to like dieselgate basically when vw lied about the emissions they feel like it's a little bit of false advertising we're going to continue to watch it but stay tuned we love to see gm working on things okay next let's give a quick little update um because i know a lot of you guys are car shopping right now so i want to talk a little bit about what we are going to be seeing going into the second and third quarter when it comes to car buying. And specifically, we have to talk about how the rush, how Russians invasion of Ukraine is impacting the auto industry. Um, So again, a lot to break down here. This is an article from automotive news that came out on March 2nd. Basically it's not good news for the supply chain in general. It says from an American, however, though, it says from from an American perspective, Ukraine doesn't even make a top 100 sources for auto parts. 
But the war is ensuring sanctions on Russia will lead to higher prices of aluminum, concerns on power and natural gas. So although Ukraine and Russia don't actually have a lot of the parts needed for vehicles, it only takes there's thousands of parts that go into creating a vehicle. And one of the things that is probably the most in dire need is neon gas. So it says Ukraine is the source for 70% of the world's output of neon. Neon is the critical gas that runs the lasers that are needed to manufacture the semiconductor chips, according to the market research firm Trend Force. So it's basically a microchip shortage round two coming around. And we haven't hardly recovered from the first one. So um, there's obviously like so many other supply chain shortages that are going to come out of this horrible invasion of Russia going into Ukraine and obviously our prayers. I mean, it's just it's just hard to read. So I'm just trying to bring the automotive spin to it to keep you guys educated and just to let you know that like most industries, it's it's going to affect the whole world and the auto industry is no exception. So I've, I've been saying this for a while now. Do not wait. Prices will not be getting better. They will likely continue to get worse. Start the car buying process as early as you can. If your lease is up in six months, start test driving six months out. Yeah. If you find the right car, act on it. You have no idea when the next one's going to come up. So, yeah, that's that. That's, that's the depressing one. And now we have, this is a fun article. This says the production of the VW ID Buzz debuts this week. Volkswagen will finally take its psychedelic camo wrap off the production version of the ID Buzz on Wednesday, March 9th, giving eager consumers the first undisguised look at the retro-style electric van, which won't arrive in the U.S. until 2024. So, the bus, the Volkswagen bus, is coming back, and it's coming back electric. It will be in the U.S. in 2024. It says U.S. VW dealers will begin taking orders for the longer wheelbase version, presumably with a larger battery, going along with three rows of seating this year for deliveries to begin in early 2024. Both pricing and range for the U.S. remains under wraps. So we should know more soon. I'm Googling it. But Volkswagen is getting a bus. Are you sure it's not out? Yeah. Those these are not real photos that I'm looking at. I, I can't see what you're looking at over there. Those are concept cars, babe. Oh, those are just concept cars? Yeah. Okay. So it's going to be revealed tomorrow. Oh, my gosh. How exciting. Wednesday, March 9th. So, yeah, I thought that was kind of a fun little one. Wow. I can't wait. I cannot wait for that. So, again, to summarize, you're at a um, you're at a dinner party. You want to bring something to the table. Always bring up the auto industry because, you know, what? everyone has a car. Yeah, well, not everyone, but most people have cars. So you can say, oh, I, have you heard that GM's trying to figure out if their electric cars can power houses to protect from the grid? Oh, and oh, yes, the, oh, yes, the neon gas, which is used to run the lasers that create the microchips is going to be in dire need because yeah. of the situation going on in Ukraine. Oh, yes. The ID, the ID, um, what's it called? Buzz. The ID buzz. Yeah. Did you see it? And I'll be like, oh, no, that's a concept car. This one has to come yeah. until March 9th. Yeah, just make them feel like an absolute idiot. Like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, that was a roller coaster of emotions. Sorry. That's okay. No, it's all good, Kelly. And you know what? That's why we keep you around. You have to give us the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yep. I do so. what I can. Okay. And then one more thing I want to say before we hop off. You just have so many updates, Kelly. I, I, I love it. I love it. I've also been a little um, 
we've just been really busy. So I haven't found myself being able to like update on Instagram as much Mm -hmm. because we've just been doing like so many back end things. So I'm just like trying to get a lot of stuff out here. Okay, so remember a couple podcast episodes ago when I was talking about how I'm into Audible right now. Yes. I got flooded with DMs saying, hey, you need to check out this app called Libby. You can use your library card and then you can get audiobooks for free. Uh, First of all, a hack because, you know, your girls love saving money. Yeah. So I downloaded the Libby app and I'm a huge, we go to the library all the time. I downloaded the Libby app, put my library card in. There was like 2000 audiobooks available. So what's cool is they're free. Wow. It doesn't have every audiobook. And I was surprised to find out you actually have to wait for some as well. Cause to me, I'm like, it's an audiobook. Like, why can't they just check out as many as they want? I don't know. There's obviously some rules saying that they can't. So what I did was though, I went in and I found all the books that I was like, that were on my list. I put holds on the one that were on my list. And then I still bought one on Audible. So like my Audible thing is 13 bucks a month and I get one audiobook. It has everything. Yeah. So what I've been doing though is like putting holds on my one for Libby and then using my one credit for Audible. And I'm going to try to read like, or listen to like two to three books a month. I love it. So I right now, and this is exciting. So right now on, let me tell you what I have on my current things to read this month. If anyone wants to read along with me, here's what I'll be doing. Okay, from Audible, I downloaded Where the Crawdad Sings, which I've is like... I've heard such good things about I've heard that. such good things about it, and I think they're making it into a movie. So yeah. that's on Audible, because I couldn't find it on okay. Libby. And then on my Libby, I had like th- literally three books all of a sudden become available to me. Oh. And so, you get them indefinitely? or No, you only get them for two weeks. Oh my god! And gosh. see, like this is already stressful because I started Atomic Habits by James Clear, and it's due in four days, and I'm only twenty seven percent of the way through. Oh, okay, that's kind of that's kind of anxiety producing. But can you just check it out again? Mm, well, no, those people are waiting, so I'd have to like re ask for it. Oh. And then I also started the people we meet on vacation. So my order of operations for this month is I'm going to try to finish Atomic Habits because I only have six hours. L- How long do I have left of that one? Okay, I only have four hours left, so like oh, I'm just going to try to listen to that. An hour a day. You got four yeah. days left, yeah. So I'm going to finish Atomic Habits, and then I'm going to go to People We Meet on Vacation, and then I'm going to go back to Where the Crawdad Sings. Okay. So that's what's on my docket, but I would highly suggest downloading the Libby app, maybe doing Audible as well. I'm just really... I guess like it just took me this long in my motherhood to realize I could listen to audiobooks and parent. Yeah. Within reason. Like Obviously, you don't want to be distracted, but there's days where... like the kids want to take a walk or like we're playing in the backyard and like I can have an AirPod and I can be like listening to a book or you know a kick butt podcast like this one yeah and or even just like in the driving and working out like moving here from Dallas where Dallas I would never be in my car for more than 10 minutes and that was like a long ways to go so I would never even plug my phone into my Apple CarPlay because I wouldn't listen to anything. I would just drive in silence. And now I have to go drive 30 minutes to get anywhere here. Yeah. And I'm realizing I really, really need to up my podcasts and also my audibles, my audiobooks. So I'm for sure going to download Libby. Um, Although I don't know how to get a library card. Okay. Well, we can do that together. Can you just like walk me through that? Yeah. You just like walk in and say, I'd like to get a library card. You can probably do it online too. Yeah. And you have a great library by your house. I know. I should check it out. One more thing. If you're like, okay, Kelly, yeah, I want to start reading, but like I've never been a reader. Same. I've literally read four books this year so far. First, I haven't read anything. I've listened to four books this year so far, which is more than I've 
listened slash read in the past five years. I've, yeah. But a book I just read, and I'd also like break into reading by just doing like fiction. Like just do like some fiction garbage. Like something that's just like super enjoyable. Yeah. And I just finished the book called uh, The Simple Wild, which is about this like Alaskan bush pilot who like falls in love with this girl, whatever. It's like so cheesy. Kind of like a romance. It's so I such a romance, romance though, but it was so good mm-hmm. and if you're like looking to it's not on libby but if you were like looking for a book <laughs> i would highly suggest the simple wild and you'll binge it i love i have like i love the romance i love the romance and i also like this is gonna be so crazy but like there's something about like listening to a romance that like makes you feel like reconnected to your person too. I could not agree more. And I like feel so cringy saying that because I know it's like not about me and Tyler. Yeah. But like hearing like them describe like how they fell in love and the love that they have, like it like reminded me about the amazing love that I have and how yeah. like, yeah, just because like now like we're sitting here raising kids, like just trying to get through each day. Like there was a time where we were like that. Well, and you know what? I think you get that more in books than you do in movies because in movies they have to move so quickly throughout the love story that like in a book, like you get their internal dialogue. Yes. And so you, and you see the strangers to lovers to like relationship. Like you see all of that throughout, honestly, usually times both of their heads. Yeah. And you just don't get that in any other medium other than books. And I was telling also this to Tyler, what's cool about books is there are so many good stories to be told. Yeah. That just will never have the budget yeah. for a movie. Can I give one more example? I'm going to wrap it up. So like there was this book that I read called The Kitchen Front, and it was about a cooking competition in World War II and how like these women had to enter a competition using their wartime rations. I love to cook. I was about it. Yeah. Like I was like, Ooh. that's like the ditch the dry. Use what you have in your. But like, let me be clear. That would not do well in the box office yeah. because like who wants to see four people try to make a pastry with not enough butter? Like yeah. I do because I like that kind of stuff. Yeah. So there is just like so many cool stories to be told. And I'm just really into books right now. And I don't have the time to read. I'm not a fast enough reader. I get too tired in the evenings. Mm-hmm. Um, so I suggest Libby and Audible. And I think that like if you're looking for a little bit more in your day, and I know this one comes out once a week right now. Sorry, we're working on it. I suggest audiobooks or Libby. I love that, Kel. So that's our show. That's it. I think we're getting the hang of it. I know. We really want to try and come out with two episodes a week. We are absolutely working on it. This week, we will try and have our bonus episode with a recap from Vegas. True, true, true. And And so we'll catch you next time. So thank you guys so much for listening to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly. And Liz. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast and give us a five-star review and let us know if you guys have any feedback. Head on over to the Carpool Instagram where you can tell us which ditch the drive throughs we should use, any test drive ideas, and just follow along for a lot of fun other content that we do there. So we will see y'all next time. Thank you for listening to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed riding with us, tell everybody you know. There's room in the car for everyone.